Ahem. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of And of the Ramblings Podcast. I'm your host, Zoe, or Zero, whichever you prefer. Um, and today I'm going to be talking about parents who stayed together that shouldn't have, because I have parents that stayed together that shouldn't have, and I think it's a unique kind of experience that is not talked about enough, um, because it is a thing, and it does exist, and I've noticed that I'm obviously not the only person that's experienced it, um, so I wanted to talk about it. Because I can't, I can't compare my, like, what would be the word, experience. I can't compare my experience, like, growing up compared to, like, those of people who have parents that were, like, separated or divorced. Because that's, it's just not the same. It's just two different situations. Um, But there are unique things in having parents that stay together that really shouldn't have that, like, are interesting and that just aren't talked about, I guess. Um, but basically, just give you some background. My parents are currently still married. Um, uh, another thing, there's, there's, it's hard to divvy this up into, like, like, sections, because there's, there's nowhere to start other than, like, at the beginning, which is, like, my parents, obviously, they got married, loved each other, I guess, um, for however long, um, And then at some point, it just turned into a kind of financial agreement, like the marriage turned into a financial agreement where it was like, we're going to stay together, living in the same house, married, um, financially supporting each other because we can't financially support each like ourselves on our own. Um, Like I have memories of when I was like uh, 13 and I was like in the car with my brothers getting driven to school and I like told my mom like, please divorce him, divorce him, I, like, hate him, he's not my father, like, he's horrible, he's awful, there was a lot of, like, abuse and stuff that I won't get into because I don't want to make this an episode about me talking about childhood abuse, but there, I had reasons for me to say that, but, like, imagine a 13-year-old saying to their mother, I need you to divorce this man because he's treating me awful, and then your mother saying, basically, we can't afford to, it's a very unique situation (laughs) and that's why I want to talk about it um but basically my parents both worked from home for like a little bit of my childhood um and then my dad got a job elsewhere where he would actually have to go into an office all day so he'd be gone all day um and he just emotionally was not in my life for the pretty much entirety of it when I was younger he was just a torment to me like physically etc um like nothing like like just like like hitting your children and that kind of bullshit nothing beyond that but um basically yeah um it it, it was not a fun situation growing up in that household because my both of my parents are recovering alcoholics basically um but like my mom has a glass of wine or two or three every single night and that's just the way that she is and she's always known her I've always known her so that's like just the way that my life is and always has been my dad doesn't drink alcohol anymore because it would make him so angry and so bad because it would just make him a worser version of himself um and it would just always amp up the anger and I think a lot of the anger that I have like I guess like in me today or like like when I was younger I would always say that I had anger issues because I learned them from my father because my father was the one who had anger issues and taught me that the only way to get something out of someone is to literally shake them and rattle it out of them um and like being like physically violent like I learned physical violence from a very young age um 
But another thing that like really fucked me up is I've never seen my parents like show affection for each other. I never see them hugging. I've never ever in my life seen them kiss. I've never seen them even be close with each other. So I have absolutely no reference for what it's like to be physically close with somebody and that's obviously put a stint in my ability like in relationships to provide physical affection because I don't I've never seen an example of that and that's why I struggle just in relationships but even to find relationships because I just don't know how to show affection because I've never learned it from my parents because my parents were never affectionate towards me they were never affectionate towards each other it was just constant just emotional detachment basically um and that's why I have issues with emotional detachment today, that because I learned them from my parents. All of these things, you learn so much from your parents when you're so young and you don't realize it. And parents don't realize that they fucked up until you're an adult and you can finally say that they fucked up straight to their face, um, which I have done. <laughs> I've had that conversation with my mother. I haven't had that conversation with my father because I'm just simply not ready for that yet. And that's perfectly fine. Um, but the whole issue of like being financially reliant on the other person because you can't survive like I remember being very very young this is just a lot of my history they basically you're getting into you just get to know me a lot better now if you listen to this episode so haha woohoo for you um but basically there was a point in my life where we were very very poor and we were like budgeting really really intensely and that was the point when obviously like my dad's drinking got worse and that's when like everything kind of shit like shit hit the fan um and that's when I was like, I asked my mom to divorce my dad and she said that we can't afford to. Um, and so that whole time, that was like when I was like 10 to like when I was like 14, um, we were just like really e- like struggling economically. Economically is the word, I don't know, financially, financially is the word. Um, but we were really struggling financially. And of course that didn't, that just adds fire to the flame. And so like, that's when my parents really should have divorced is when, it got to that point but instead they decided that they were going to stay together and now I just have to live a life with parents that really shouldn't have stayed together but did who knows maybe they'll get divorced later in life when they're both like financially able to support themselves on their own but when we were like younger and we were a family like it's hard for you to like you got to go through all the legal fees in court of like going through like a divorce like that's why so many parents are separated and not divorced because it's cheaper um I think at least I might may just literally be making that up they may just be like bullshit that I'm spitting but um like just from personal experience it's expensive to get divorced and it's expensive to have to get two separate places like to live like it's divorce is so much more than just like the separating of like a marriage it's like there's so much like legal shit involved in it like it's it's just so complicated and I can understand why my parents didn't divorce but that doesn't mean that they still shouldn't have um because I still stand by the fact that I think that they should have divorced because I think it would have been a healthier relationship between me and my parents because I, up to, up until recently, like, this year, literally, um, had no relationship with my parents whatsoever. Like, there's no saying, I love you. They're, like, my parents, my whole life, my whole life, we would just not say I love you to each other. It was just not a thing that we said in the house. There was no, like, like hugs. We didn't do hugs. And any time that I would, like, my parents would try to hug me, I'd run away because I was literally scared of being touched. Um, 
and I still kind of am that way with hugs nowadays but I can accept hugs from friends it's just hugs from adults that I'm like I'm like a scared dog like I've learned like that adults can be scary and they can be physical and so the thought of like an adult coming and hugging me is terrifying to me sometimes um and so I just don't love it but like when I'm around friends and it's with people I trust I can like obviously I can accept affection a lot easier it's just around like my parents or other adults where I struggle and that's something that is has left a mark on me because my parents didn't get divorced and because my parents were not affectionate towards one another that's something that I've learned because of that um and I think my parents as they age are also learning because everybody learns a little too late I feel like um especially parents that you know raised their kids in a certain way that is damaging to them now as adults because um so much of what you learn when you're a child is from your parents and when your parents are only teaching you bad things um unintentionally of course um that's just the what you learn that's the way that you learn to live your life and that's the way that you are taught that the world is because you look to your parents to see how the world is and when your parents are that like everything that I've said already it's not a great picture no wonder I was suicidal at 17 like it doesn't like literally it's it's ridiculous um but like going on into the future like because now that obviously I don't live at home and I'm in a much better situation now I don't have to live in that household anymore my parents are like so much better than they were than I was younger obviously they've still got so much like progress to to go but like it's better now because I'm an adult and I can take care of myself and I can meet my own needs like there were so many times like just like with my parents being shitty like like I told my mom that I couldn't see the board when I was in middle school and that I couldn't do the math that we were doing in class because I literally could not see what was going on on the board and my mom was just like you don't need glasses you want you're just doing that for attention and so I'd be like okay great watch me fail my math test because I can't see the fucking board because I literally can't learn um because you don't believe that I have failing eyesight and of course I go to the doctors and they go yeah she needs glasses bad and my mom was like felt really bad and I was like if you had listened to me the last like 40 times that I told you that I couldn't see the board you would have just brought me here sooner like why why do you have to constantly think that I'm lying that's another thing that my parents like kind of like built into me is they're like you're always lying and they always like they're always distrustful and it's I don't know why I don't know why because it's not like that anymore but there was just a moment in time when I was younger where my mom was always like always distrustful of me and just didn't believe me and she's been she was like that recently like in past years like when I was in my like later teens um or just like mid-teens I guess um where I was like I have mental health issues I need to see a therapist and she wouldn't even let me see a therapist because she was like no you don't there's nothing wrong with you like you just get nervous you don't have anxiety that's not real that's not a thing like she was one of those people who didn't believe in like therapy and didn't believe in like mental illness and was like doesn't believe that it's a thing and she was like my kid can't have it that's ridiculous like why would you even say that it's a possibility but it is it's a possibility and it's the truth because I'm fucking bipolar and if I had gotten a bipolar diagnosis I'm may have done so much better in school I mean granted I did incredible in school I excelled but I struggled so much in so many different ways there's I just I can't imagine what it would have been like to have been medicated and like known that I was bipolar while I was in high school that would have been so fucking helpful but because my mom didn't believe me 
and she took so long in like like it literally took me telling her that i was going to kill myself and like she didn't even believe me at first the one of the times that i attempted i told my mom i'm going to kill myself and she said do you know how selfish that is and like that it, that just explains our relationship in one word like her telling me that me killing myself is selfish it's like you're telling somebody who's on the brink who's literally like seconds away from just like killing themselves and you're telling them that they're selfish like how can you call yourself a mother like that there's like moments like that in time like that was recent that was this past summer like things aren't like completely changed like my parents have issues that aren't related to the fact that they are they are married and that they shouldn't be um I think that they're working on healing their relationship now especially having an adult daughter and two sons who are slowly but quickly becoming adults as well they're learning like kind of to heal their relationship they're also learning through me the like benefits of you know reflecting on things because a lot of the stuff that I do like in therapy and stuff is about reflecting and learning about how your the way that you deal with things affects your children or how the way that you like 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 things that my parents find valuable like I'll be like I learned this lesson in therapy today and I would share it at like the dinner table and then people would be like okay cool and like my mom would like actually like kind of listen to me for once in my in her fucking life because that's another thing is my mom never listened to me and that's why I'm always usually when I'm in a room full of people I'm always the one talking and I always am the one who has opinions because for my whole life I was always shut down and told not to talk and like I was one of those kids whose parents was like oh you're being emotional okay go sit in your room and you you're not allowed to say another word I would like there'd be like we'd have these things called privileges which would be like like having a tablet or like getting to read at night like things that we held like dear basically coping mechanisms um that my parents would take away if we didn't stop talking mostly me because I was the talker um if we didn't stop doing whatever we were doing that they didn't like so they'd be like if you say one more word so I couldn't even express why I was upset I was just told to shut up go to my room and cool off basically um which is not a way to parent a child <laughs> and we know that now thankfully um we should have known it earlier. My parents should have known it when I, they were raising me, but obviously they didn't. And now they know now that that was a fucking shitty way to raise a kid. I don't think they would admit that it was a shitty way to raise a kid because my mom, anytime I talk to her about how I was raised, she says, you're so lucky. You're so lucky you were raised the way that you were. And I was like, I'm lucky that I had a house over my head and I had food in my stomach. But other than that, I'm not sure I was that lucky. And she just doesn't appreciate it because I don't think she's ready to admit that she was a bad mother and kind of still is um but that's her on a personal level that she needs to deal with um because I can only like from an outsider's perspective I can only help so much like I can only be so much of a therapist to my mother before she needs to go to a therapist herself because she just doesn't listen to me um but yeah and then there's my dad's side where my dad was emotionally just not there for me my entire life like my mom was there for me like my dad was there for me less than my mother was, but my mother wasn't there for me either. So it was like, I deal with all of my emotional things on my own because I've learned to live my life that way. Um, and so I never reach out to people when I'm like really upset and I find reaching out really hard because whenever I would be upset, if I went to my mother, it would just make things worse. And I have like, I just remember a diary entry that I wrote where I was like, I felt like killing myself today and I called my mom and it only made things worse. Um, and it's like, it's just 
calling your parents just doesn't help sometimes they're just not a help and they do just make things worse I think things are better for me now but like a year ago I could not have said the same thing because I know that calling my I mean that diary entry was from a year ago so I can I can say for certain that like my mom and my eyes relationship is on the mend and so is mine and my dad's but like there's a lot that needs to be worked through still and there's a lot of like trauma that they've left um in their wake and they haven't I'm like drowning in the wake (laughs) and that's like like imagine they were driving a speedboat and I'm just drowning in the wake of the speedboat right behind them just trying to keep my head afloat um it's a a good metaphor because it works um but like in the nowadays I guess you could call it um in current times uh my parents marriage I can't say too much about because I don't live in the house anymore um I know that they're still not affectionate towards one another uh like they have never I still never have never seen them hug or kiss each other um and if I did I would think that was really weird because I'd be like what's wrong why are you suddenly being affectionate because that's just not the way that they show affection um and I just don't think that they're very affectionate with each other like they don't like though once a month if even that go on a date night where it's just the two of them but that's the only time that they spend alone together like that that's literally it they there's nothing beyond that (laughs) like they're best friends and that's about it like there's it's ridiculous like it's truly like my mom my mom married my dad and it's just because they were best friends like maybe there was some some kind of physical attraction there at some point but it it left whenever I was born so I'm like that that's it um, I'm sure that was damaging for my mom, but I mean, that's her trauma to work through, not mine. <laughs> I've got enough in my boat already. Um, but going forward, I think once the rest of my siblings leave the house and are off into the world, my parents are going to be faced with the fact that they've had a failing marriage for a decade or two now, and they need to work on it because they're going to be spending a lot of time with each other. Because even, like, like I just remember my, all of my memories of my dad are just him coming home, sitting on the couch with a beer, and watching Friends until he falls asleep. And, like, that's, like, the most I have of him because I have so little memories with him. Like, I don't have any, like, special memories where I'm like, oh, I spent time with my dad because that was never a thing. Um, I think that's just because my dad was a shitty dad, which like most dads are shitty I feel like I like very rarely do you find a dad that isn't shitty because I just don't think a lot of men are meant to be dads and that's just the way that it is there are some men who are great fantastic incredible dads but there are a lot of men that aren't and so I'm speaking on behalf of the men that are not um because I experienced it (laughs) um and like there's a lot of people who shouldn't be mothers and I don't think my mom should have been a mother um, because I just don't think that, like, she always talks about, I think she had a jealousy towards me because she studied drama in the same way that I studied drama, but she wanted to be an actress. And she was like, I stopped being an act, like performing and like pursuing my career as an actress when I had you. And so I feel like she always blamed me for the fact that she never got to become an actor like all of her friends did. Um, which is obviously unfair to me, but like, that's her issue that she needs to work out again, like so many issues that she needs to work out. Um, but she would never admit it. And so, so much of my life, like I remember auditioning for things and she'd be the one screaming up at me at the stairs, like being, if you don't want to listen to me, then fine. You don't have to listen to me, but blah, blah, blah. Like imagine Lady Bird 
if you've ever seen ladybird ladybird and her mom that's literally me and my mom's relationship like literally just like anytime like that scene in ladybird sorry if you've never seen ladybird but you have to see ladybird you just simply cannot be on the earth right now and having not seen ladybird the film it's incredible you need to see it um but like there's a scene where she comes out of the dressing room um at a thrift store because she's looking for a prom dress and she comes out and she's there with her mom and she comes out and she comes out and she says it's perfect and then her mom goes is it too pink and it's just like that soul crushing kind of comment is just the kind of comments that my mom would just throw at me all the time where I'd be like oh my god look at my outfit and she'd be like those shorts are too short and I'd be like uh okay great now I have to think about the way that I look and now I have to think about my body and now I have to think about the way that other people are going to be perceiving me because my mother has just told me that my ass is out and that these shorts are too short and I'm like it's like why can't you just be happy for me like I think that's an even a line in the movie Ladybird like why can't you just be happy for me and it's it's truly a thing that I faced for a lot of my childhood and still do in my day-to-day life when I'm existing in the same space as my mother um I it's I've I it's something only a mother can understand and I don't think I will under, ever understand it because I am not going to be a mother. Um yeah, it's it's just shit basically. It's just shit. Um it's a lot of shit, but obviously I mean don't pity me. Don't listen don't pity listen to this because I, I'm like so much better than I was like 3 years ago. 3 years ago me would absolutely be amazed at what I'm doing today and how well I'm doing um like of course I'm not doing the best I'm not I'm never doing the greatest I'm never doing perfectly but I am doing good enough for me and that is good enough for me you know um so yes I have all this family trauma and all of these things that like have followed me throughout my life but I've worked through them and I am currently working through them and I work through them every day and I am becoming a better person because of it. Um, Because every time I learn something new about my childhood, it's another chance for me to unpack something. (laughs) Like every time I unlock a random memory that I didn't realize that I had, and I'm like, oh shit, that happened. Oh, no wonder I'm like, I am the way that I am. You know, like that kind of bullshit. But got kind of off topic, topic, but um, parents that stayed together that shouldn't have, I think caused a unique damage to their children because they just didn't know how to show affection I feel like at least my parents didn't like affection was never a part of my childhood um the only affection I ever got was from my grandmother which I saw like once every blue moon because she lives in a different state and we would only go and visit her so often and like she would be so loving to me so I just don't know why my mother was so unloving or why my father was so unloving I think it's just because of the way that they were raised but I don't know my mom has no excuses because my grandma's a fucking g she's the best (laughs) shout out to grandma shout out to my grandma she's the fucking best um she I just remember texting my my grandma another time my mom was really really controlling about the color of my hair and she did not let me dye it and I went and I kool-aid dip dyed my hair throwback kool-aid dip dyed my hair at my friend's house and she forced me to sit over a boiling pot of water until the color washed out and of course it didn't wash out completely so I had 
this nasty green colored hair because I had originally dyed it teal. It was a gorgeous fucking color of teal. I loved it. And then the second I got home, my mom made me boil my hair in fucking water over the stove until the color came out and then left me with my green hair because she was like, this is what you deserve because you didn't listen to me because I told you not to dye your hair, but you did it anyways. Um, so fucking stupid, ridiculous. I remember texting my grandma and being like, is there any reason why, like, my mom would be so cruel about hair color? Like, is it something related to her childhood? Like, did she have something happen to her? Is there any reason? And my grandma was like, no, I don't know why she's like this, sweetie. I'm so sorry. And like, was just literally there to comfort me. Like, my grandma was more of a mom to me than my mom. And my grandma wasn't even in my life. Like, hardly at all. So, you know. (laughs) So it goes. That's the best way to end this episode. Um... Parents that stayed together but shouldn't have is a whole niche category, and I'm not going to get into it anymore because there's nothing more to get into other than having shitty parents. Um, And we all have shitty parents sometimes Um, because parents aren't perfect. Parents are people, and people aren't perfect. So so it goes. Um, Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this trauma-filled episode. It was quite the trauma bomb. Um, That's fun to say, trauma bomb. Um, (laughs) but, uh, keep it cool, keep listening, and I hope you listen to the next episode. Bye. Love you.